0: New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally savvy with registered holistic nutritionist,
1: Andrea Donsky and health journalist, Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. There are so many people who still don't understand why gluten-free foods are important. If I hear one more person say it's a fad, I don't know what I'm going to do. Right, Andrea? I I mean, I'm sure you must hear 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 this because I know you're gluten-free. It's very aggravating. I am. Yeah. So I think it's important we're talking about this. And we've got a great person with us today who wrote a fabulous book. Her name is Jet Wydick, and she joins us now. She also, by the way, before I bring you in, you are the author and poet behind the popular Gluten-Free Sage blog. You're a wellness expert and advocates for celiac disease. Uh, The book today we're talking about is Gluten-Free Soul Pilot. All right. Now, Jet, welcome.
0: Hi, thank you. Nice to meet both of you. I agree with what your intro said about gluten, for sure.
1: Oh, good. Well, you know, when we read your book, in the introduction, you talk about having these issues, and you're Italian, and you're eating this pasta, and you're like, how can a dinner so delicious make a person feel so tired that they can hardly stand? So take us back to that time, and what was going on with you, and when you discovered the celiac? Uh,
0: It started after the birth of my first child, which was thirty. two years ago. He was born. So when I was like, just, you know, young working nurse, I got my bachelor's in nursing and I worked right, you know, right after I had my kids, I went right back to work. So I had a really fast paced schedule and we ate a lot of pasta, little kids eat pasta. Oh, you know, mm. macaroni and cheese is a big thing. And I oh, guess yeah. I had upped my pasta game and I just <laughs> started to get really sick and lose a lot of weight. And I was really anemic. And nobody, when I would go to the doctor, nobody could ever diagnose it. It took years to figure out what, what it was. Wow.
2: Hmm.
1: That's that must crazy. You know, straight. frustrating.
2: Oh, yeah. For me, I know that this is Andrea. I mean, I know for me, I, I couldn't eat. If I would eat a sandwich at lunch, I literally would be falling asleep at my desk or have like a cloudy head. I could not. And I'm not celiac although I am definitely gluten intolerant. And I even was tested recently, Jet, in that genetically, I had genetic testing showing me that I can't digest starch. So for it's, you know, I'm even beyond gluten-free. I just can't even digest any type of starch. So it's so important that we look at what the reasons are for when we're not feeling well. So I'm happy that you were able to figure out what your issue was. It was a,
0: it was a process. I mean, unfortunately, back then, nobody was really diagnosing celiac. It wasn't on the forefront. It was like a little chapter. In, you know, the GI section of doctor's books, they just were more focused on cancer and other problems. Ulcers were a big thing, but not celiac. So for someone to eat pasta and then, you know, feel horrible or eat sandwiches and feel horrible was like nobody would really think that was a thing. They just didn't think that was an illness until you're on death's door. And that's what happened to me. Eventually, I just became so anemic that they had to, you know, really... Do an explore, exploratory surgery to find out what's wrong with me. And when they went to do the surgery, they couldn't do it because I was so anemic. So oh, wow. then they did the small bowel biopsy, which is a really a surefire test to find out mm-hmm. if you have celiac. That and the blood tests mm-hmm. that they give. So I'm curious for you: Did you um, go gluten free for a long time and then go get tested for it?
2: Yeah. So yeah. And I know you need to be eating gluten in order to be tested. And I was, I had gone gluten-free for probably, I don't know, so many years. I just literally just stopped eating it once. It was after my... For after my second child that I realized that I, there was and I always knew that I had food sensitivity since i'm young I couldn't eat dairy and they always had you know different issues but I you know once I really started I went back to school to become a nutritionist and realized, wait a second, what I'm eating is affecting how I feel. I started to do the elimination diet and keep a food journal, and I realized that it was yeah it, gluten was playing a huge role and I was gluten free for many, many years. I just went grain free probably about a year ago, but I was gluten free for all those Thank years. You.
0: I really made a big difference. It made a huge difference in my life when I went grain-free. I just couldn't believe the difference. I still will. I will eat corn flour. That's like the only flour that doesn't bother me particularly. But I agree with the food journal because the elimination diet is key. Everybody's different. Celiac affects everyone different. Gluten manifests itself in all kinds of ways. And um, some people get rashes. Some people get headaches. Some people get stomach aches. It's fascinating when you really try to figure out, like when people present to a physician, you know, oh, I'm getting headaches all the time. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to go see a neurologist, right? That's the first thing you're going right. to do. Well, you don't have a brain tumor. So, but you know, the, the headaches it's, for it, some people are from food. It's interesting. Yes, exactly. My friend, his yeah, his so. wife,
2: and his. His wife and his daughter are uh, celiac, and the way they present is is anger, like mental health issues. Like for example, his oh, son wow. will get violent. Yeah, his son will get like you know it, it totally presents in a completely not digestive, but rather I mean obviously it's connected to the gut, but it presents sure. and, um, yeah through uh, through behavior.
0: Wow, that is, that is really
2: interesting. I,
0: I don't heard anybody really talk about that, but I know in children, uh, my boys were not affected by gluten um, mentally, but. One of my kids got stomach aches as a little kid, way before I ever got diagnosed. And then once mm-hmm. I was diagnosed, he stopped eating gluten and then, you know, was got so healthy, which was great. But um, I know there are children that they diagnose often with, like, attention deficit disorder, and it's diet-related, unfortunately,
1: Yeah, that's why it's so important that we made are aware of this. I have a ton of food sensitivities myself, so I I don't I understand. I wanna jump into your book because I was really impressed. Uh in chapter one you have your flight plan. What does it Uh, take to take off to head toward and arrive at pure wellness. And I love how you have this list, these core values, abundance, acceptance, accountability, contribution, creativity, curiosity, all the way A through Z or A Mm, through W. And you write, determine your personal core values from the list below, choose and write up to 30 core values that resonate with you. Why do you ask folks to do this?
0: I think most people don't know where to start. They just want to feel good. They want to wake up every day. And they want to feel the same every day. They want to be well. Health right. is the golden ticket. You could have a beautiful home. You could have uh, wonderful travel. But if you are not well, nothing matters. Mm-hmm. So what do you want? From yep. what, do you, what's your, what are your core values? And for me, health is the number one. Fun. I want right. to have fun. I want work that inspires me. Um, I want happiness. You know, I want to live with humility. These are the things for me that I... I want to be able to be out in nature. and These are the things that make my life great. And once you will figure that out, and then you have to figure out what things you do every day to achieve this goal and to be well. And um, for me, it was wake up early, have quiet time in the morning, fill my water bottles, <laughs> make a pot of coffee, exercise for at least 7 to 10 minutes, in the evening, I go for a walk, and then all day I only eat foods that make me well. I, I it's such a game changer to just go. You know what? I don't want that. I'm not eating that. I'd rather not eat something than eat something that's right. going to make me feel bad. So I'll have two eggs for breakfast. I'll have an apple and peanut butter for a snack. If I snack, tuna salad in a lettuce wrap or chicken uh, vegetables in a lettuce wrap for lunch, and um, either like spaghetti squash or zucchini or asparagus oh, for I dinner with that. protein. And, it, and it's really, it's, I've been doing it for a while, and um, it's, it's worked for me. And See, I, it really fabulous. was a battle because, yeah, it's a battle when you don't know what to eat because you're like, what? The gluten-free replacement is where you go when you get diagnosed with gluten intolerance or celiac, and those grains, the potato starch and the tapioca flour, all that stuff that you try to find the perfect English muffin or whatever you're looking for, all that stuff made me feel bad. So I had to think, right. what is it that's going to make me better? And you know, the paleo diet altered to fit my lifestyle is how I got well. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. stick to yeah, it completely because I do. I, sure, you, know, you make it your own. You make you get your journal out and you you know you write your core values down. You write what foods you make make you feel well, and then you get some kind of exercise plan in place. And you be your own personal trainer. You be your own. Um, your home can be your exercise. You know, the, the, the thing that's the hardest for young moms or working full-time or women women uh, with families especially or without is just finding that time to work out. And um, if you just can walk every night, you dance in your kitchen for seven minutes, get some five- or ten-pound weights and do that every day for just, yep. you know, little increments of time. and you stick with that program, it just works.
1: Well, you know, I, I love what you've done because I've – I was doing great with my paleo and I was feeling great. And then lately I've just, I don't know, I've just kind of fallen off a little bit. And I, I mean, I still eat a really clean diet oh, really? compared to most people. Yeah, but I've just been, I don't know. So when I read this, I thought, oh my gosh, I totally have to do this. So once you pick those, you, you pick the things and you group all the similar values together from the list. Then you choose one word within each column that represents the essence of each group of values. So I love this. So here's an example. Live with independence. Seek opportunities for creativity. Embrace fun. Multiply happiness. Pro- promote health. So what you were saying, too, is now when I'm thinking about, well, what do I want? My most important thing is I want to feel good and be active. How am I going to do that? Well, if I reach for you know a piece of bread, which I usually don't eat. I'm not going to feel good and be active. So that's why I love like these concrete things that you have in your book mm. that you can put into action and make these changes. So I, I just think it's brilliant.
0: And what winds up happening is once you eat the right foods and drink enough water, well, I think water's key yeah. too. Um, oh,
1: yeah. And
0: no sugar. Um, all those things really make you feel well. And then when you feel well, then you're doing all the things you love. Like for me, it was my poetry books. That was the first thing I did. So I got well started writing my poetry books, and then I was like, I need to tell people how to navigate this this gluten-free diet, because I was Mm -hmm. was able to, my whole life changed. I was able to hike the hikes I couldn't hike before. I had the strength to do uh, all the things I wanted to do on all my trips I took. So I think um, you just have to find your niche. You have to find the things, find your personal core values, and follow them, and aim for them. And you know, on a, on Thanksgiving Day, when you're at the buffet line, and if someone's asking you, you know, why aren't you having a glass of wine, or like, why are you not eating that? What, what's wrong? You know, like and they question your uh, yep. w- what you're doing. You just gonna kind of have to have like a quick answer, or basically just ignore it, or whatever you want to do to handle it your way with your relatives or your friends to stay well and just adopt that every single day. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, you don't have to say, uh, oh, you know, I'm not having wine. You can say, I, I made a decision to not drink wine. Just makes me feel bad the next day. And I want to be able to work out when I wake up. So I'm not having any, you you don't owe anybody any explanation, but yourself. But if you start doing things because you want to feel a certain way, you'll achieve it. It works.
2: Hmm. Yes. No. And I love that you said that it's because the key is exactly like we, sometimes I find we make up excuses so that we placate others as opposed to saying, you know what? It doesn't work for me. You like it? Great. You don't, you don't like, you don't, there's no, we don't, have and the older we get, right? Lisa, the older we get, we're like, you don't like it. Oh, well, okay.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. And you're not hurting anybody. Right. No, never. You're not hurting hurting anybody. anybody. In fact, you're,
2: you're, in fact, you're just helping yourself because, you know, it's enough that you're trying to, because it can make you feel bad too, though, sometimes, right? So it's a matter of being confident right. with what, you know, why you're doing certain things. So and, and the key is self care, taking care of ourselves, right. of course, never hurting anybody else, but taking care of ourselves and doing what's right for us. So jet, let's talk a little exactly. bit about some gluten free options. You know, what's what are some of the things in your okay. book that, you know, some recipes that you talk about? So if people are listening, and they've been thinking about going gluten free or paleo, what are some things that, you know, that would be a good introduction for them to say, okay, here's something to start with. Here's a good swap you can do.
0: Okay. So instead of a meal for breakfast or cereal, um, I would, I would have two eggs and you right. could, there's some really good uh, chicken sausage or um mm. pork sa- sausage for breakfast works great. You will get an energy buzz from not having the, you know, the, the carbs drag you down. And then for lunch, mm. salad with chicken, uh, any kind of, Like, like even just like five shrimp and an apple or um, a lot of times I have zucchini and a um, a portobello or sweet onion in a peach or something like that. And I would just feel great from that. So my recipes in my book, you know, they range from uh, Italian, like spaghetti squash, where I put meat sauce on top of that or lamb chops. I think are a great thing to go to go to. Soup is amazing. So everything in your house soup. Just look in your freezer. You mm-hmm. have that, you know you have some frozen peas. In your fridge you have an onion. You have oh, carrot, and you put you yeah, me just meat, you know that you can live off of celery and carrots and chicken and and sweet onion for like you know for two days. That'll just it just almost like medicine to me. Really healthy food. And it's oh, easy yeah. to make. And if you need to like add a little zip to it, you know, you could add a little polenta, and it thickens it, and that works well for me. Um, I make um, a lot of times I make meatballs, which is uh, ground chuck, a little bit of cornmeal, or you could use gluten free breadcrumbs if you can find one that you that works for you. Um, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of sweet onion, an egg, and you make meatballs, and then you make your own tomato sauce. Or you can use certain jar sauces are good; they don't have sugar in them. I like Trader Joe's yeah. uh, marinara. I think it's great. If you, oh, if you are you there? Um, I apologize. Oh yeah, we lost you um, for a second. Can, oh, that's okay. I am so sorry. Um, if you oh, can't okay. um, make, you know, like if you just don't have a lot of time, you know, meatballs freeze well too. So you make a whole bunch in your freezer; you're good to go. Um, The cauliflower pizza crust has some stuff in it sometimes that I don't like. But if if you're looking for pizza, you're jonesing for that, then, you know, get a pizza crust and put all the good stuff on top. But lettuce wraps work great. Um, Mussels are like a nice Mm. fillet, Some kind of like grouper or snapper (laughs) on a vegetable. Those are the kinds of things that I eat. And it's, it's taken such good care of me.
2: Even mm-hmm. avocado, anything avocado related, good fats, oh, yeah. olives, anything, you know, coconut oil, like you want to make sure you get some good fats in there too, which, you know, one of the things, Jed, I don't know if you found this, but when I started eliminating carbohydrates or going gluten-free, if I didn't get enough fat in my diet, I actually was hungry all the time. So that's a, a little trick I, for I those of you of who are trying. Yeah. So fats yeah. are really important. That's so a huge staple. I, yeah, I found that really helped me as a tip that if you are, you know, eliminating your carbs and you feel like you're not... Getting satiated, then just add more fat, good fats. You know, avocado, and add coconut oil, and add olives, and anything you know like that. Then it, it, olive oil that'll help to satiate you. You know, so and there's no reason really to be important.
0: hungry. Absolutely no right. reason. A peanut butter totally with no agree. sugar in it is is great on an apple. Um, you know, there's just a lot of different things that you can do. Chicken thighs are amazing. Uh, I love amazing. That. I, mean, I know.
2: Yummy. Yeah. Olive oil You know, is my, like kids, my go-to. Oh, good quality. Olive oil is the best. And EVOO. You know, one of the yeah. things my kids used to always make fun of me, which is now so on trend, although I don't know if I've seen it in a cookbook <laughs> yet, but maybe, it's, you know, maybe tell me, Jen, if you came across this. So I used to always make, I would take a sheet of nori and I would, you know, make myself some salmon with some mayo, some, I love the avocado mayo. And I would put it inside the nori with some, you know, cut up celery and I would wrap it and eat it like a sandwich. And my kids would make fun of me and my husband to no end. They'd be like, oh, you can't open a restaurant. Look at what you're, you know, no one's going to eat what you're eating. I'm like, <laughs> I was so ahead of my time with eating paleo. Let me tell you, that was That's my wrap right. with the nori. Yeah. It was a nori salmon wrap and it's so yummy. So Beautiful. what I love about, yeah, what I love about going gluten-free too is, and by the way, feel free to use that in your next cookbook with, uh, with a credit to me. I have no problem with that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> My big big recipe creation. No, it's, and let me tell you, it is so (laughs) yummy. But, um, you know, what's nice about going gluten-free too is that you can become very creative. And I think that's the key, right? It's not, it's thinking outside of the box and not only going with, you know, the bread, the sandwich. Now you can have sandwiches, like you said, there's lettuce wraps or you can do, you know, peanut butter on celery. Like there's other things. And in, you know, the nice thing about living in the United States is, there's so much choice. Like nowadays you can get, you know, almond flour tortillas and cashew tortillas. Like you don't have to resort to the carbohydrates if you choose not to have them.
0: Exactly. You can make um, even a corn tortilla has two ingredients in it. If you're just wanting something mm. that to wrap something in, but you don't want mm. gluten. So that's the the route for you know, gluten. If, you're, if you want to go more paleo, then you can do the lettuce wrap or like even cucumber or peppers. You cut a pepper in half, and you make it like a sandwich, and you spill it. I've seen so many times in recipes where people do that, and I've done it, where you use each end of the pepper as a, you know, side of your sandwich with ham or, um, you know, avocado inside it, and it's delicious.
1: Mm, Oh, that sounds good. Or zucchini for pizza. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's really good too. Now, now, talk to us about Soul Pilot in terms of the name. And I like in the book, you have the analogies to flight. How did that come to you?
0: Well, I really needed help navigating the gluten-free diet because
1: mm-hmm. I went
0: from being really uh, thin to going, you know, just full out, getting a bread maker, buying every Whole food. Gluten free replacement. I could think of that would you know make my uh, diet back to the way it used to be with bagels or the best gluten free bread ever or whatever it was, and I just gained weight so rapidly and felt so bad that I wanted to navigate. So uh, that's where the the, you know the soul pilot came in, and also um, let your soul be your pilot. Like, how do you want to feel every single day? What are your core values and how do you want to make that happen? And, you know, you just have to go through the list and navigate it. It's the only word I can really think of, Right. That, you know, for your very own, make it your own. That's the secret right there. And I worked with um, a wonderful person, Kristen Alden. She is just fantastic. We we did um, gluten-free sage together. And then we, oh, she cool. was the designer for my books, um, my first three books that I wrote. Um, Sage Words, Sage Spirit, and White Wild Indigo. And we all along were navigating through glutenfreesage.com. We were navigating the gluten-free diet. And people kept telling us, you should turn it into a book. You should turn it into a book. And Kristen is an amazing writer, researcher, artist. Uh, She took all the photos in the book. And, you know, it's it's not just, um, yeah, it's a self-care cookbook accompanied by poems, original recipes, all kinds of Italian dishes that I grew up eating, all good for the gluten free diet or anybody, you know, anybody that just wants to feel good every day. And mm-hmm. in the book, too, you know, Crystal and I together have well researched principles, social strategies for wellness. And basically, you get to take control of your, your mind's autopilot and get, <laughs> get well and, you know, feel good every day. I really can't stress that enough. And sleep and water and proper diet and with all of those things in place, then you'll, you know, you'll be able to do the things you love like hike every day, or at least just go for a walk down your street, do yep. your art. Yeah. It makes a many difference. So I used to, I used to paint or I used to be, or, you know, I used to write poems or I can't tell you how many people tell me I have a folder of poems in my desk, but I just haven't done anything with it. But if you decide, you know, you just want to, You
1: know,
0: let your freak fly or let your soul
1: fly or whatever. You'll be able to feel wow, You really will. It's awesome. It is. And I love this in the book. You have, oh, I just want to read this quick poem. Uh, Core values as your takeoff place. Pure wellness at your own pace. Slow and steady. It's not a race. Love you as you and that pretty face. Keep the smile. Walk the mile. Don't stop. It's worth the while. That's lovely, Jet. I love that. yeah and before we let you go quickly tell us a little bit about your poetry books
0: well um i was always sort of a poet uh my whole life but i just kind of like kept it under wraps and became a nurse got my bachelor's in nursing and for practical reasons just was working so hard to you know raise a family and take care of my children my boys are everything to me they're 32 and 28 now but i spent a lot of years um working on that and um and then when I finally had a chance to do some things that I loved, I started writing poems. And, um, I wrote my very first book was Sage And you can get, you can see it on my website, jetwidick.com, which is J-E-T-W-I-D-I-C-K dot com. And, um, the second book was Sage Spirit. And Kimberly polo was the illustrator for those books. I had a very specific thing I wanted. I told Kristen, you know, she's the designer for the books. And I said, I've done my poems. I, I want this kind of art you know anybody. And she and Kimberly, the three of us worked together for two years on two books without ever, never meeting each other. Oh, and wow. then we finally met up in California. You can see on my website the day that we met, which was just oh, magic. Nice. And then the third oh, book I did with Annie Moore and Kristen and Kristen designed that. And, um, anymore as is an the illustrator, and that's called White Wild Indigo. And um, those are my three poetry books. But all along, I was always doing the gluten-free sage because I wanted to help people. With my nursing background and my celiac background, I just felt like there weren't really, you know, really good answers uh, out there for navigating the gluten-free diet for, to achieve pure wellness. Not just get through it. We want to feel good every single day. It's like there's right. no time to waste. There's no days to waste. You don't want to go, oh, I can't do this because I don't feel good. You just don't, and, you know, and everybody that, the, the celiac people that walked around with silent celiac that like me or the people like you that ate a sandwich and didn't know what it was that was making them feel bad. It's just not a way to live. And right. we all, you know, people go for those old, you know, standbys and they think that they have to eat certain foods and what you should eat are foods that you know make you well. So if you have a great day when you wake up and have two eggs and coffee, peanut salad and a lettuce wrap, apple with peanut butter later that day and salmon and avocado and asparagus for dinner, and you feel great and you go to bed and you wake up and your, your hands aren't swollen and your joints don't hurt. You're like, I'm going to do that again. And you do it again, right. maybe, you know, little tweaks and keep your house stocked with healthy things. So you don't go off that diet in the discipline for it. Like, you know how you said sometimes you go off of it. Well, the discipline force right. you want to feel good every day. And exactly. that's the secret. I would have to say, if you want to know how do you get that, it's that, you know, I don't want to take a chance. I don't want to feel bad ever.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is true, Jet. You are so right. It's such great advice. Now, the time Thank goes you, by so Jet. quickly. You're it fabulous. Does. Thank
2: you. Thank you for being on the show, Jet. And um, where can people find your book if they want to purchase it? It's on Amazon.com. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you for being on our show. I'm Andrea Donsky along with Lisa Davis, and you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. And we want to give a big shout out to Bigelow Tea for being our sponsor this month, because without Bigelow Tea, we wouldn't have Naturally Savvy Radio. So thank you, Bigelow Tea, and uh, for everything that you do and all the support that you give us. Please make sure that you like us on social media at Naturally Savvy, at Andrea Donsky, at Health Media Gal 1, and at Radio MD. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.